0: Today, I want to talk about my five wellness habits that I use to minimize stress and keep my mind really sharp, that way I can tell better stories. Welcome to Storytelling Secrets. This is the podcast for coaches, consultants, and course creators who want to unlock their core stories and user stories to sell more online. It's a place to master persuasion and influence so you can build a deep relationship with your audience. And it's a place where real-world marketing strategies, tips, and lessons are shared freely. If that interests you, then you're in the right place. Hi, I'm Jules Dan, and I've battled my way from being a broke group fitness instructor to a full-time, in-demand, freelance email copywriter. Now, I'm ready to get to work. Follow along on my journey as I share my everyday, hard-won lessons. I'm Jules Dan, and this is Storytelling Secrets. Hello, welcome back. Hey, this is Jules Dan. I have some sad news for you. No, not really. Well, to be honest, my city passed an insane world record and it was most time, it, most, most days stuck in lockdown. Uh, so gr- great, great world record to be held. And I wanted to shift gears a little bit with today's episode because uh, there's only so many things you can control, right? in When uh, when all your freedoms and liberties are taken away, uh, it's easy to get caught up in all the doom and gloom. However, I've always found this stuff you can control, especially when it comes to your mental and health well-being, and I think that is so important. It's one of the pillars of of who I am and my values, and I want to talk to you a little bit today about some five really crucial wellness habits that have served me well, not just in this lockdown, but throughout pretty much my whole, I'd say from teenage years onward or later Early adulthood, because uh, it's yeah. I, I want to share with you some 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 cool things that have really worked for me. Because uh, I've I've maybe you've seen it before. People who are like um, prioritize work too much, or they don't prioritize health enough, and they just look tired. Everything's a struggle. They're not as not as happy and motivated as uh, some other people we might see. And I'm not here to generalize. Not here to I- insult. Uh, these are just five things that have worked a lot for me because. You see the results and I want to talk to you about the first one, the first wellness habit um, that and all things I'm going to be saying here, it's not revolutionary. It's just, this just worked for me. It might be a good reminder. Maybe I'm um, the 27th time that you've heard these and, and it finally clicks and you do one of them. I'm super happy. I'm super pumped if uh, that makes a difference for you. So, I want to get started with number one, prioritizing sleep. All right, so no-brainer, but how many times have you woken up from a really good night's sleep and you're just so energized, you're so motivated to get stuff done? That, to me, is just one of the best hacks ever because energy is motivation, right? So, it's really hard to get motivated when you're tired. It's really hard to get motivated when you don't have a good night's sleep and you feel like you just want to press the snooze button. That isn't... The best thing right uh so ever since when i was well how old was i 23 i went on this really uh, amazing life-changing trip to san francisco i did a university exchange there and i got so deep into reading tools of titans by tim Ferriss. and you know that book it is like a weight it is like a two kilo weight of information in one book and uh he talks about sleep he talks about sleep quite a lot in that book and I took a lot of the principles from that like reducing blue light and um, adding stuff to your devices like this this thing I use called f.lux which makes the screen orange at night and just all these little tips and hacks for improving sleep like not drinking as much during the week that really affects sleep I only just I only actually just did, I finished a four week fast. I had a few drinks on the weekend, but I did four weeks of no drinking and uh, it was really good. And the way I was able to actually measure how it was really good, and how much better it was, is I've invested in something called this Aura Ring, A O U R A, and it helps track your sleep. And you're able to break it down exactly how you're running through the night, how restless you are, how much deep sleep, how much REM sleep you are getting. And uh main thing, the reason why I got this is so that you can just become more aware of your sleep. It's one thing to wake up and be like, I feel good. But then I found that if I was able to look at the data and quantify, like, okay, what did I do differently that day to get a really good night's sleep? And yeah, it obviously, it comes down to doing the same sleep hygiene things all the time, like not drinking as much, like going to bed at the same time every single day like reducing your blue light, those all things work. But sometimes, you know, there's things that that you just don't realize. And I noticed that. Some days I was really stressed and the next day my sleep score tanked and I was like, what the hell's going on here? And so that day I realized, okay, I probably should have done some more meditating. We're going to go into that in a second. Probably should have done more journaling. Probably should have addressed what was going on that day to put the stress behind me before I went to sleep. Just little stuff like that. So yeah, first number one is to prioritize sleep. Gave you a few little hacks I like to use, and uh, if you if you're curious, I'm gonna leave the Aura Ring. It is my affiliate link. I've mentioned before. I would never push something I've never used before. Uh, I'm seeing preliminary results. It's it's pretty good. You know, I'm starting to see the trends of what makes me sleep worse and what makes me sleep better. So if you are interested, I think there's like a bit of it a discount if you use my code but if not uh, I'll do a proper episode on on that later on cuz sleep is so important. Number 2 though, let's get into this. And this is lifting weights 4 to 5 times a week and being at least active every single day. So, a bit about me. If you don't know me about, uh, about Jules, I've been a pers- I was a personal trainer from age 21 to 27. Uh, to uh, I did my background in exercise and sports science. I did a degree in that. I thought I was going to go down that road. I was super into health and fitness ever since I finished, or well, since high school, just been really into just keeping fit and stuff. And it is just one of the best ways to release to relieve stress, honestly. I can't think of a better way, especially when you you start to get your strength up you get you you know you start looking a bit better. You get you have more confidence in yourself. Uh, you know maybe there's this you're working towards this this goal in the gym. I like to focus on strength. I don't I don't, I don't really particularly focus too much on bodybuilding if that makes sense. So strength is my thing, and nothing beats that feeling of just leaving everything else behind, just going to the gym, just you the weight, and you've been working on this goal for months, and then you pick it up and. It f- you feel strong as a. I won't say the word, but yeah, you feel damn strong, you feel damn good, you, you put all this effort in, and afterwards, you can't describe that endorphin rush when you're coming home, you're like, man, I made a huge, that was a huge achievement I've just done today, um, and, and that's why I really love or highly recommend lifting weights, even if it's just starting that small, there's just, so this is what I've just learned from my degree, like this there's just too much evidence to say that no one shouldn't do it unless, you know, maybe you've got a disability where you couldn't. But even still, people with disabilities find a way to keep fit. So, really, there's no excuse. And when I say keeping active every single day, it means that, yeah, sure, I don't train weights every single day, but on weekends, when it's my day off, so to speak, that's still going for a walk for at least 60 minutes. Um now that I've got this ring, it actually tells you my steps. I'm not a step Nazi, but, you know, at least at least an hour every day of some sort of movement really helps with your mind. I've found, I've found. Okay, and, and this is, uh, we're up to number three, and that's to meditate once or twice a day, depending on how stressful the day is. And again, I learned this from Tools of Titans. When I first got started, I got started on this app called Headspace, Uh that was my initiation into meditation and it's taken a, a big, big, I, I'm, just, I'm just different, I'm really curious when it comes to different meditation styles. So, I've tried everything. I'm not dag- dogmatic about one thing or another. Sometimes, I like listening to a particular soundtrack. Sometimes, I like listening to a guided meditation. Sometimes, I like doing a hypnosis on uh, you know, money fears. Sometimes, it might be just breath work. Because I know the lines can get so blurred with what it is. But to me, it's just literally closing your eyes, focusing on one thing, whether that's your breath, whether that's someone's voice, and um, becoming more still, right? That's that's the main thing. Stillness is what we want to achieve. And stillness is, uh, is powerful because I, I read somewhere there's like 50,000 thoughts a day in the human brain. 50,000 and when you come out of meditation and look there are times you are going to be very you're distracted your mind's going everywhere but the more you can bring your brain or the more you can bring stillness into your brain and when you come out of it and you really have focused it's like wow complete reset so I highly recommend you test the waters with meditation if you've heard that message. For the 50th time, maybe this 50, this maybe this 51st time, will be uh, really beneficial to you because man, it has been one of my pillar habits that I've done since I was about how old was I? 23, yeah, 23 was when I first started. Highly, highly, highly recommend it. Um, no endorsements to what's it called? Headspace. I don't use it anymore, but uh, yes, okay. Number four, and, and this one I've learned out of COVID because growing up i used to play sport all the time all the time i was i think i was doing like 4 5 times a week i was playing sport i was really into basketball still am um and then when i left school that all changed you know training wasn't on like i wasn't in the team anymore and so i made an effort to start playing uh open like open division like men's division basically with friends and started teams and I've done that ever since I I left school. Since I was 18, I've just stuck to at least one team sport and I've made it with friends. And the reason why I feel like that's more... There's a few benefits. One, it's like great exercise. Two, you get your competitive spirit out there. I don't know. It's it's very primal um, to to, to go to battle, so to speak, especially if you're a dude. You just want to get your aggression out a little bit in a controlled way, of course. Uh, But the other thing is the friendship, the mateship and... Just having that regularity once a week, I found, uh, especially when it was like between COVID where it was okay and you just come in there and all your friends are there and you didn't really talk about how's work. You're just there to have a good time and and, uh, support each other and have a laugh and get a bit competitive and have some fun. I mean, that's the key thing, have some fun. And If anything, COVID has taught us how important connection is, right? Connection is so important. That's why group programs sell out. That's why... Well, that's the main thing. That's why group programs sell out. That's why people love going to events. It's the connection. And that's why I think sport, a team sport with your friends is one of the best things you can do for your mental well-being. And now, lastly, the last little thing I do, you've probably heard this before from me, and it's to limit your social media as a consumer. Now... I, I used to be posting Instagram stories all the time. This is what I'm doing. Hey, look at me! Look at this great trip I went on. If you went to my Instagram, if you go to my Instagram now as, at Jules Dan, at Jules Danny Lack, That's actually my real name. I just say Jules Dan because it's easy to remember. But if you go to my Instagram, you can see me like adventuring and around and posting all these photos. And then what I found was that I kept getting too sucked into other people's days, other people's agendas. It was almost like a stress relief. A distraction when I'm alone, say in a line, or waiting for something, or a bit stressed, grab the phone and it was always social media. Social media, and you'd feel worse after. I mean, you, you can you could probably agree as well. Like, it's easy to get sucked into other people's lives and feel like why haven't I done more? And so that's why I I'm still struggling with that. I'm completely open. One thing I found is that. Using it only for business and networking has really helped. So I've used Facebook ad, uh, Facebook newsfeed blockers. Um, don't have the app on my phone sometimes, and during periods where I feel like okay, I'm checking it for for validation speak purposes, and that's really helped a lot. Now I know if you're posting a lot on social media and you need it for business, the lines can get blurred. You start on business and then. You swipe and then you see something you really like and you get sucked into it it happens like the key thing is especially with all these habits is that you'll start them and then they you'll stop for a few days and then you might feel bad because of that but don't feel bad because awareness is the first step in anything right um, and the other thing is just to dust yourself off and start again. So I've given you five different things and inside those five things I've given you two to three other things to think about. So maybe just focus on sleep to start with, because that's the biggest ROI lever. Um, and then you know, once you're starting to feel a bit better, maybe you feel like that you need more connection in your life, and you want to explore what it's like to to play team sport, and that could be the next thing you want to work on. Uh, but like all things, we'll start on one thing, focus on that one thing, get good at it, get optimize uh, optimize it, and hopefully you'll see the results because. This hasn't been an overnight thing. I've just done this intuitively over the last five, six years and it's really helped me. I know every single billionaire on Instagram is like, my success habits to making six figures a month. I'm like, okay. So I just wanted to give you the real deal because I'm not at that level. This has helped for me because health is a number one priority, especially physical and mental health, absolute number one priority. Because if you don't have that, then it's like, can you serve everyone else simple as that you can't serve everyone else if you don't have those two things your physical your mental health and maybe your a spiritual too but uh we won't go there anyways that's it for me today jules dan hope you enjoyed today's episode a bit different and i'll ch- see you around on thursday for the interview bye for now